0: All right, folks, I'm just wondering, who's ready for the start of college football's free agency period? That's what it's going to start becoming right now. Thankfully, Syracuse's year ended not really on a positive note, as if this year has had really anything positive about it, you know? It's like Greg Robinson was back coaching the Orange again. Of course, because of uh, TV, its revenue stream and anything, at, uh, Syracuse had to put together a team. Yeah. One that was down about 20-some players because of opt-outs because of COVID and all the injuries because of lack of conditioning. Yeah. Boy, were we depleted. And w- it ended the way that this season has been. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. A 45-21 loss to Notre Dame, who who decided, hey, we don't have to play our game against Wake Forest when we're going to play Clemson again for the ACC title, and the chance to maybe play in the college football playoff for the national title. You know what? Hey, I thought you'd signed up for 11 games. At least you'd give the Demon Deacons a chance. But oh well, I digress. I mean, 1 in 10, and already about several Orange players have entered the transfer portal. The NCAA, of course, has the rule there that grants an extra year of eligibility because of COVID, and they expect a whole bunch of players to enter the transfer portal. Here we go. It's free agency, college football. Boy, what a mess this is going to be. I mean, once July and August come back around and hopefully things start to return to some sort of sense of normalcy, it's going to be a whole different picture. Who's going to be going where? I mean, it's going to be confusing. Some of them are going to have immediate uh, eligibility. You're going to wonder, who's going to be where? You can't tell them without a program. Oh, heck. Programs are supposed to be obsolete anyway. Of course, back about 20-30 years ago, you needed one. But, I digress. We'll see. The free agency period has started. You know what? Let's hope next year is better, Orange fans. Now, speaking of Orange fans, yeah, we were down several players because of COVID, including Bayheim. But, you know, even short-handed. Syracuse looked pretty good in their games against Niagara and against Ryder. Niagara, we won by nearly 30 points. Ryder, we won by about 35 points. Good tune-ups as the first of our tests begin. As it's going to be Rutgers coming up and Rutgers is ranked. Well, Rutgers used to be a conference mate when we were in the Big East. But you know what? Rutgers is now in the Big Ten. Something about that's real weird. A t- team from New Jersey, the t- the state team of New Jersey, playing in the Big Ten. Of course, look at West Virginia, their location, and they're in the Big 12. Of course, that's what happens when you negotiate for revenue, and you negotiate for a street revenue stream for the team. You know, you got teams playing in, there in one part and playing in a conference where they don't really belong. But that's the economics of college sports nowadays. Hmm. Of course, Syracuse, let's hope they're back to full strength. It's going to be an interesting season. Because hopefully this team can do better than the football team. And we're going from basketball, we go back to football... Buffalo was playing San Francisco, and it wasn't in San Francisco, because Santa Clara County, where San Francisco's stadium is, apparently banned large athletic gatherings, like a football game. But where do they go? The place where several weeks ago, the Bills were the victim of the Hail Murray. Wait a minute, Hail Murray. Yeah, variation on Hail Mary except it was Kyler Murray, who doesn't exactly have the strongest arm. But I digress. Bu- I mean, uh, Buffalo went back to the scene of the crime, and thankfully, they didn't give up any more Hail Mary passes. Of course, they didn't need it with their performance. A pretty good 34-24 win over San Francisco in Arizona interesting home stadium 49ers, let's see what happens now, of course, Buffalo takes on Pittsburgh on Sunday night, and Pittsburgh's maybe gonna be reeling after losing their undefeated season to the Washington football team, heck, I still want to call them the Redskins, but of course, everybody's gotta be politically correct. You know where politi- political correctness can go brand itself. I'm not going to say. But oh well. But how about this? Hearing that the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, wants to put in two new sports for 2024 and 2028. Sports in, in the weirdest sense. as I don't call them sports. Parkour. Breakdancing. Yeah, there's a sport, climbing and jumping between buildings. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a way to ring up hospital bills, especially if you want to jump. Oh, let's jump over to the next building. Yow. Oh, sorry, you get zero points. Yeah, and you get a pretty big hospital bill. And also, what's this with breakdancing? They want to make breakdancing an Olympic sport. Yeah, gonna judge people by throwing down cardboard, by spinning on your head, by spinning on your back, by spinning on your neck, and also acting like a robot, you know. Gotta get, get my little robotic thing out of the way. But you know what? I'm not a robot, I'm a cyborg. Yeah, part human, part robot. That's the way I think. Huh, yeah, right. Am I going to be eligible to be for a medal for breakdancing? I don't think so. And I don't think that should be an Olympic sport. Now, I mean, they added rugby back to the program, which should have been there all along. Watching rugby in the Olympics, pretty good. Even if it is rugby sevens. But I mean, there's other sports they want to add that I think have legit things being on the Olympic program. Heck, karate, squash, and others. Of course, you gotta wonder about squash. What does hitting a vegetable do when it's for an Olympic sport? Oh, yeah, it's uh, played in a racquetball court, and it's with a rubber ball. Yeah, I forgot about that. I don't think vegetables. But- belong on the Olympic program, but I digress. Last but not least, I want to talk about this. The talk about COVID, how droplets spread in the car. And they say best thing to do, have your windows open. Yeah, if it's like 80, 90 degrees. Up here in the Northeast, I mean you can't do that, especially if we get a cold snap or we get a nor'easter. Hey, I want to open the windows to divert the virus. Yeah, you think you could plug a little bit in that pneumonia hole, buddy? Yeah, I'm freezing over here. (laughs) Okay, I get the picture. Close the windows. (coughs) Yeah, nice study. What else are we going to find out about COVID? But I want to close this with a little dedication. Yeah. Him and I at times have not seen eye to eye, but you know what? He's my brother, and he has a milestone birthday coming up this Saturday. He turns 60 years old. Happy birthday to my brother Andy. Many more. I salute you, brother. And that's all the time I have for this week.